This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. I'm Jeff Quick with Paladin Financial. I'd like to welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Yeah, Jeff, great to be here with you. Now, normally our host is a different Jeff, uh, Jeff Foley. Uh, but you are an advisor who works for Paladin Financial as well, and I'm glad you're hosting the show with me today, Jeff. It's great to have you here. We've got Jeff Quick today uh, in for Jeff Foley, and uh, I love how you, the other Jeff, and Jamie always bring great information to us. And uh, I want to tell you, Jeff, I've had a great week. You know, I spent last weekend in Palm Springs, and I was asked to uh, go out there and DJ for a friend of mine. And he, he flew me out, put me up in Palm Springs, and I DJed and played some 80s music at an event that uh, some of the former members of the Go-Go's attended. Well, actually, current members. They're, they're the founding members. Gina Schock has a new book out of photographs, and she was the drummer in the Go-Go's. So that was exciting for me. I'm name-dropping today because I was really excited to do that. What have you been up to, Jeff? Wow. Good question. I've been complaining about the weather. It's so hot out there now, Tony. I've had enough. I'm ready for winter. <laughs> that's 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 good. So uh, today, Jeff, I know uh, we talked a, a week or two ago. I know Jeff and Jamie talked about annuities. We're going to continue that discussion, right? Correct. They, they, they may have left a few things out, Tony. I'm going to fill in some blanks. Plus, it's a it's a huge topic, especially when we come into situations where we have market downturn. People start to look for alternative investments, and this may or may not be a good one. All right. No, it's going to be a good one. Uh, I think we need to dig into it. So um, what is an annuity? Really quick, just to recap, what's an annuity? Yep. An annuity, Tony, it's basically it's an agreement between an individual and an insurance company. The individual typically pays one or multiple installments or premiums to the insurance company. And in exchange for that, the insurance company will provide certain benefits such as an income stream to the individual or a couple for a specific length of time oftentimes over their life expectancy or their lifetime. Okay, interesting. So that's good. That's good to know. So what do annuities do? Uh, what can they do for us? Yeah, good good question. I know last week we talked about are they good or bad? And just to touch on that, they're neither. Every financial product out there, in my opinion, Tony, has a purpose and a place. They're neither good or bad inherently. As long as they're used appropriately, they can be very good for different situations. So uh, let me just get that out there. But basically, annuities are used for two reasons. One is to generate a stream of income, as I mentioned, either immediately or at some point in the future for a specific length of time or potentially over a lifetime. The second thing they can provide is safety, a level of protection against loss of principal either partial loss or complete protection, and may even include a guaranteed minimum rate of return. So safety 
and income are the two main purposes of an annuity. Okay. And those both sound like good things. It sounds like something you would use as a retirement vehicle then possibly if they can provide income, right? Yes, absolutely. There's uh, there's several different types and each is meant to do something different and for a different or specific group of people. You know, there's really three types, Tony. Uh, the fixed annuity, which is going to pay a specified rate of uh, interest over a certain period of time. Those are often used for older individuals looking for a guaranteed uh, rate of return. Not always, but most oftentimes for somebody uh, older already retired. Sure. And before we move on, when we talk about these guarantees, uh, that it's pretty good because they're guaranteed by the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. And I know you folks only work with top rated companies, right? Well, absolutely. And you've obviously been paying attention over the years uh, on this podcast. Sure. Tony. Uh, you sound like you could be an advisor yourself <laughs> at times. <laughs> I've learned a lot from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. We want to make sure that it's a highly rated insurance carrier. Uh, you know, and historically, no insurance company has ever gone out of business or failed to pay uh, an annuity uh, that was guaranteed. Yeah. So it's never happened historically. So that's good. Very safe place to put your money. Yeah, that's great. So you were going over the different types of annuity. You mentioned fixed annuities. What's next? Yep. The other type is it's another type of fixed annuity, typically called a fixed indexed annuity or an equity indexed annuity where the owner is able to participate in some portion of a stock market index. Most commonly, Tony, we're talking about the S&P 500. There are other options and they can do this while avoiding a decrease in value should that index decline. So again, a large level of protection uh, on that principle. So let's talk about that one a second before we move on to the next one. Jeff, I have a question for you. This is one I hear, fixed indexed annuity. Um, that's a really popular retirement vehicle right now. And you said you can participate in the upside or a portion of it, right? But then uh, your principal's protected. You, you never go below zero. So if I put $100,000 into a, a fixed index annuity, I've got the $100,000 in there. I'm not going to lose any if the market drops 20% like it did in 2022, right? 100% correct. Your principal is 100% protected market declines by 5, 10, 20, 50%, you are going to be kept or made whole by the insurance carrier. That is their guarantee. Wow. Okay. That's great. So what's the next type of annuity? The next type is a variable annuity. Now works similar where the owner directs funds now though, instead of into a an index, they're typically put into mutual fund like investments called sub accounts. Therefore you do have a higher potential uh, for a greater return than you normally have access to through a fixed indexed annuity. However, in exchange for that greater growth potential, you are exposing yourself to a potential loss of principal. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that though, because this is where, you know, we said the good and the bad and the truth. I think the truth here is fixed index annuities are great. They typically have little or no fees. And I think what gave annuities a bad name is maybe that variable annuity because You've told me before, Jeff, that variable annuities, not only can you lose money within that annuity, so your $100,000 principal isn't protected, but there are also high fees sometimes with those, right? They can be. They can have high fees associated with them. I've seen them 
upwards of 4% in fees. Oh, wow. So that can be a negative. However, it does depend on performance and what else sure. is attached to that annuities, That's riders, true. and so forth. But in general, watch out for the fees. If you're talking about 4% in fees, Tony, in order to get a 7% rate of return in a good year, you need to make 11. Yeah. So they can get a bad rap, uh, but there are a lot of good ones out there that have, some of them have zero fees on them. Right, right. You have to... You have to look, and that's what uh, you you guys do at the Paladin is you look at what's going to best fit your clients' needs and be the make the most financial sense for them. Now you mentioned um, uh, riders. Uh, talk to us about that. Yep, there there are really mainly three different types of riders that can be attached not only to variable annuities but fixed indexed annuities as well. The main types are death benefit riders. You may have long-term care riders that may go under a slightly different name, but long-term care riders, and the most common one being the guaranteed income rider. Um, the death benefit rider, in its simplest terms, that's going to guarantee upon the annuity owner's death a certain payment, a specific payment that's going to go to that beneficiary, regardless of the performance of that annuity. Right, and that makes sense now. You've mentioned a lot of good things like the fixed annuities, the fixed index annuities. These all sound like good things, uh, but what's the potential downside here? Yep, there there are a few. When we touched on some of them already, Tony, we talked about the fees and costs that could be associated with the product. So it's definitely something you want to be aware of and make sure the benefit is, is worth the cost. Uh, there is also the potential to lose access to some of your principal. So most annuities are going to have a surrender period anywhere from three to 10 years. So it's like a term that you need to leave your money in there uh, before you can take it out. So there are, it's not necessarily as liquid as say, just putting it in a savings account in the bank. That's correct. That's so you're correct. giving up a little liquidity for principal protection and growth with some annuities, right? Exactly. You're giving up a little bit uh, with the potential surrender charges that are unavailable, most of them provide access in the form of 10% of principal. So you can take 10% of your premium out without paying any penalties. They also will typically have uh, exceptions in there for two of six ADLs. If you have to go into a nursing home, oh sure, they will remove so uh, the surrender assisted charges. living or long-term care uh, uh, benefits or access. That's really good, correct? Because everybody's looking for a strategy to pay for that. I, you know, it's almost two out of three people they say now that will need long-term care or some type of, you know, in-home health care, long-term care, assisted living. If you live past sixty-five, uh, you have a seventy percent chance of needing it. So typically two out of every three people almost will need it. So that's the fact that you can get those and get that. That's that's really a benefit, isn't it, with some of these annuities? Yeah, definitely a benefit. Gives you access to your principal. The other one is terminal illness. If somebody's diagnosed with a terminal illness, they're going to give you 100% access to your mm. funds as well in the case of an emergency. Now, surrender charges, Tony, aren't necessarily a bad thing. One of the good things that comes along with surrender charges is people do not make irrational decisions and decide to take all of their money out at what may be an inopportune time. So that's right. one of the benefits of having surrender charges in place. Yeah. So really they're set up because you need that money long term or for a certain time period. And so 
Uh, let's say you have it. What's a typical time length for an annuity? Just give me an example. Yeah, variable annuities are typically shorter term, five to seven years. Fixed indexed annuities are typically 10-year products. So if it's a 10-year product and you say, I, I have access to 10% of it without any penalty, right? Correct. Uh, when you say that on a typical uh, uh, like fixed index, but if you, uh, is that 10% a year or 10% total? Correct. 10% per year. Oh, okay. So that's per year. That's pretty good. So there is some liquidity. There is some liquidity. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that because that's interesting. I think that's what people misunderstand. It's like, wow, my money's tied up. And if I need it for something, but if you have emergencies, it sounds like there are some exceptions. Plus, you can take up to 10% out a year on most of those that uh, you deal with, right? That's that's correct. And that's why you do want to work with a financial professional that understands these things. And you would never want to put 100% of your assets in a product like this because of the lack of liquidity. Yeah. So how can a client or one of our listeners determine whether an annuity may be right for them? I assume, first of all, you have to work with a financial advisor who you trust. You don't want to just go to some big box, big name insurance company because they're just going to try to sell your product whether you need it or not, right? Yeah, correct. Two things uh, I would say. If you go to somebody that is employed by an insurance carrier, they're typically limited to products only available through that carrier they represent. The other thing I would be cautious of is working with somebody that is an insurance only agent. Only in the aspect that an insurance agent only has uh, access to two products, two financial products, life insurance, right? And fixed annuities. So when you only have access to a fixed index annuity or a fixed annuity, the only tool in your tool belt may be a hammer. Every yeah. problem looks like a nail. <laughs> yeah, that's what my dad always told me. Son, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's, that's correct. That's what he always said. Yeah. And a hammer may be the right solution for somebody's problem. So I'm not saying don't work with an insurance only agent. I'm right. just saying look for somebody that has access to other products. Uh, and other ideas. I mean, you also, to, to meet people's financial needs, especially in retirement, you look at maximizing their social security, you look at their investments, uh, you look at their 401ks, IRAs, uh, Roth IRAs as an option, you look at cash value life insurance, you might look at an annuity if it's right, but you're not you're not focused in one area. You're not just a stockbroker. You're not just an insurance salesman. You're a financial advisor who has a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in the client's best interest, right? That's where the rubber meets the road, isn't it? Correct. 100%. And you want to make sure the annuity, if you decide one is right for you, that it's working in conjunction with all of your other financial products, as you mentioned, your IRAs, your Roth IRAs, your non-qualified brokerage accounts. You want to make sure you have the right mix of all of those products to lead you on the correct path to and through retirement. Yeah, I think that's huge. And this has been a great show. But now, if our listeners out there have questions about whether an annuity is right for them, or maybe they have an annuity and they listen to the show and they're like, wow, I'm not sure this is a good deal for me. What can I do? Uh, or maybe they don't have a financial plan at all and need to get an overall plan in place. How can they get a hold of you, Jeff, to set up that complimentary consultation? Sure. The best thing to do, Tony, is to call our office, Paladin Financial, at 651-842-8406. And any one of our financial advisors would be happy to speak with you and provide that plan for you. That sounds great. And I think that, you know, this is a really interesting topic. 
uh, because, you know, I like how you, you like to title it the good, the bad, and the truth, uh, because you need to know, you know, where you stand and what these are really about. Are they good? Are they bad? Do they fit my particular needs? And that's really important. So I want to encourage our listeners to also go to uh, paladinfinancialtalk.com to visit the podcast show page. There they can listen to this show, past shows, and they can subscribe to this show via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course, Spotify, all the major podcasting sites. And that's Paladin, P-A-L-A-D-I-N, Financial Talk. And Jeff, Give that phone number one more time before we go today. Yes, you can reach us at 651-842-8406. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.